All right, for Slinging It with QB Velocity, episode three. Today, we're joined by Andrew Jamil, who is currently a wide receiver in the fan-controlled football league. Andrew, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, man. Thank you, boys, for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. Of course, of course. And just a little bit of background on Andrew. So, Andrew's originally from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. He played high school ball at Dennis Yarmouth, had a great career there, then went on to Stonehill College, was a four-year starter. Uh, broke a lot of records, um, very consistent throughout his four years and um, has been playing in the FCF the whole year. And again, has been a consistent receiver um, in that league up to this point. So, um, so first thing, first thing we want to ask Andrew, you know, you just coming off, coming off a big game, two touchdown game and, and a playoff victory. So how are you feeling right now? You know, coming off that game and heading into a championship game now coming up this weekend. I'm feeling great. I mean, that game was a lot of fun. Um, you know, we felt like we were the underdogs coming into that game. You know what I mean? And the beasts were rolling all year. So it was awesome to come out and uh, compete like we did. And, you know, the fact that we're playing in the championship uh, next weekend is, is unreal. So it was a lot of fun to go out there and ball out. Um, but that's what we expected because we got some dudes on our team. You know what I mean? We just hadn't been playing, you know, a consistent, uh, a consistent game. So, you know, it was good that we put it together at the right time. Yeah, hundred percent. How how were you able to put it together at that time? You know, with with the with the fan control football league when the teams are always changing, has has that been hard? That dynamic been hard? And how were you guys able to get together for this playoff playoff game? Yeah, I, it's it's been different playing with you guys every week. But I mean, we all practice together and we get a lot of reps. Um, and everybody here is a professional. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we 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 seem to adjust to it pretty quickly. Um, so we obviously did our last draft two weeks ago, and then that was our team for three straight weeks now. So we had like the last regular season game, playoff game, and then the championship. So this is going to be our third week playing with the same quarterbacks and uh, running backs and receivers and skilled players, which, you know, a lot of that's chemistry and timing. So um, like I said, we get a lot of reps in practice. So every day, I mean, we're just getting closer and closer. And I feel like we're playing our best football right now on offense and the defense balled out last game. So if we do that again, I think we're going to, we're going to come out with a W. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome, man. Uh, only having like only been being together for like three weeks, like with the same guys. Like, how's that like? How's that process like trying to gel together? I mean, it's good, dude. I, all the dudes here are cool. You know, what I mean, we all get along. We spend a lot of time together. That's just how it is. When we got here two and a half months ago, we just said, you know, we're going to be in this all season. So we just, you know, we've we've been able to make it work. But it, it's been awesome. I'm, I'm enjoying playing with all these guys. Awesome. You know I mean, it's cool coming from D two and. There's kids here that played, you know, at some of the biggest schools in the country and already played in the NFL. Like, there's two or three kids here that have Super Bowl rings in the NFL. So, it's crazy that we all came together to play. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Uh, can you talk about your opportunity, like, to, like, join this league? Like, how did that come about? Like, I watched your, like, I watched a video from just Ryan, like, you yeah. were, like, that stuff. Like, how did that go down? Um, so, this past summer, like, I was just training, staying ready. Obviously, the CFL got canceled, XFL got canceled. So, it, it was kind of just – I mean, it was, it was hard. So, I basically I, – I felt like I'm good enough, and I still do, that I can play with some of the best. So, I just – I was waiting for an opportunity that I could just show people that. You know what I mean? And I had met uh, DeAndre Francois <clears throat> um, at a free agent showcase uh, in front of some scouts in San Diego. And he and I ended up talking. We exchanged numbers. He hit me up a few weeks later and he's like, yo, there's this tryout in Atlanta for this new league. My agent told me about it. He's like, I'm going to go. So I was like, yeah, all right, I'll go too. And then that's the one destroying was at. 
And then from there, I just learned about the league. They gave me a call, offered me a contract. And I mean, I said, why not? You know, like the, I was talking to the commissioner, uh, Ray, when he called me and offered me the contract, he's like, you know, I get that you're a free agent, but he's like, the best thing you can be doing is putting film out there and letting teams know, like, you're still active and keeping your name relevant in the football world. You know what I mean? So I just didn't see a downside to it. It was only six games. And I mean, I knew it was going to be good competition, which is what I wanted. So it's been good. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Uh, so can you talk about like your resiliency and like not giving up on your dream and stuff like that? Like a lot of guys don't get to play like, let, like in college, let alone at like the next level. Right. Um, I mean, I don't take it for granted. You know what I mean? Playing the game just because I love football. And I always have since I was seven. Um, and I come from a football family. So I just feel like to this point, it's just like one of the main things that I've always known and done is play football, you yeah. know? So being able to play in college was awesome. I, I always I, I always knew in high school I, I wanted to play college football. So I just worked at it, you know what I mean? Because I cared. Um, and just being able to play now professionally, you know, it, it's cool, especially this is my first professional contract. So it's definitely different from college. But, I mean, it's awesome being able to – make some money and play football and, you know, be able to inspire some people. You know what I mean? Like you said, uh, being a D2 kid, just, you know, playing with these guys and trying to get to the next level. Um, like I said, though, it, it all just comes from the love of the game. I just love playing football. Yeah, man. Uh, so what were your expectations going into like this season? It's a good question. I don't really know the expectations. I mean, it's season one, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, anyway. knew, um, I knew it was, a smaller field. I knew it was seven on seven and, but I wasn't too skeptical. You know what I mean? I still run routes and catching the ball. Um, I found out that for their conversions, they did one-on-ones. I'm like, okay, that's really cool. That's just like, mm -hmm. that's just film and tape and tape right there to send it to yep. them. So you know what I mean? Um, Deandre said he was going to play Francois and we had been talking about it a little bit. I didn't really know anyone else, uh, know anyone personally coming into this. Um, so I don't know. My my expectations were just to just play football. You know what I mean? Keep my head down and work hard. Yeah. And just absolutely. do what I've always done. You know what I mean? Just 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 play the game. And I know if I if I give my best effort, whatever happens, I'm you know what I mean? I'm I'm good with it just because I know how football is. You know, it's got ups and downs, but like I said, I just love the game. So I'm just happy that I'm still playing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, so obviously like you love playing ball and everything like that. Like this league's been great to you. So what do you enjoy most about this league? Um, what do I enjoy most? I mean, the games themselves are a lot of fun. Um, just because they, you know, what I mean, they they treat us like professionals. Like, you know, when we score a touchdown, we're allowed to have some fun, allowed to dance a little bit. Um, they let us, you know, talk shit. It's it's <laughs> fun, dude. It's it's fun playing on Twitch in front of you know 1.3 million or however many we had last week. Um, but for me personally, my favorite part, I kind of mentioned it earlier. It's just playing you know, with these guys that I used to watch on TV, mm. you know, I remember sitting on the couch, uh, my junior, senior high school, watching Johnny Manziel run around and win the Heisman. And now I'm catching passes from him. It's like, <laughs> it's crazy to me. Then we go back to the hotel where we're eating lunch together, hanging out. You know what I mean? Josh Gordon was in my van uh, going to and from practice every day. So I was chopping it up with him, dude. He's the man. I was like, uh, I was like, yo, bro, you got to come back to the Pats. So I'm like, let's get it. He's like, I don't know about that quarterback situation, but <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun dude playing with all yeah. these guys yeah man yeah, that's so awesome you, so you just mentioned a couple of the big game big name guys obviously that everybody knows but 
Talk yeah. about someone who's a little bit of a smaller name, you know, someone like yourself that that you see um, being able to play at the next level. I'm, I mean, there's been some smaller name guys that have really showed out. So who do you, who do you see as someone that will um, end up getting a you know, NFL XFL contract out of out of this league? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, this league is filled with kids that can play football, mm-hmm. um, but the ones that you know have really showed out in the games, um, you guys know the names. You know, I think Travis Toivonen, he's yeah. just a big body, catches the ball. Um, he goes up for it. He's all of 6'4", you know what I mean, whatever, mm-hmm. however tall he is. So I, I think he'll get some calls. I think uh, G-Way for the Aces, the running back, Galloway. Yep. He's been balling out. Yeah, I know he played in the CFL before. Um, you know, my boy Francois, I mean, he's an NFL talent, you know, and I think it's mm-hmm. only a matter of time for him. I mean, if a team brings him in to work him out, I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't sign him, like, the dude just he, – he throws a great ball. He's big. He can run. He competes. Um, you guys know Quentin Flowers. He's a, he's a bigger-name guy, but yep. I mean, that dude was competitive. You know what I mean? He was he was a stud, just running, throwing the ball, doing whatever. So, I mean, the, the people that really have been balling out in games, I think I, I think they should all get calls. But we'll see. I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, we're playing with definitely. the NFL talent out here, you know. So, guys are competing. Yeah, that'll be that'll be an interesting uh, thing to see where where all these guys end up. But for you, right. have you had have you had much interaction with some of the different over owners, whether it's Richard Sherman, Marshawn Lynch, you know, any any of those guys? Yeah, yeah, they pop in on our Zoom calls sometimes. Um, I know they all uh, like they'll 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 join the game feed and commentate for a little bit, and like mm-hmm. hearing them just say my name, you know, what I mean, Quavo saying, "Get your meal the ball, get your <laughs> ball." It's cool, you know, what I mean, it's something I never thought of, never thought would happen. Um, especially destroying too, you know, I got to meet him and I, I still text him a little bit. He was at the game the other day. Um, yeah, dude, just being able to network and, you know, be in this league with some big time owners, um, you know, Marshawn Lynch too. He was in our locker room getting ready, putting on a uniform like he was going to play. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's been awesome. Mm-hmm. And you talked a little bit obviously about being a small school guy. So how's that yeah. transition for you was, we see it a lot faster, or you know, the different competition levels. For so, how was that transition? I mean, definitely a transition because there's a lot more depth. Like everybody mm-hmm. here on the roster um, was a stud in college. Like I know when you get to college, people are like, everyone here is a stud where they right. came from. But obviously, some high schools have better competition than others, and it's not as I feel like um, valid as when you get to the professional level and you say every kid was a stud where they came from and you refer to them in college. Cause in college, mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter what division there's kids that can play. So if you're a stud at that level, you know what I mean? Um, but I've gone against some real good players. Like, you know, there's a couple kids, obviously you guys know Deontay Harris yep. that played for assumption. Um, this one kid, Jake Carlock, who I played three years at LIU post, he's a linebacker for the giants now. Um, I mean, there's, there, there's some talent at every level. You know, yeah, what I mean? for so sure. it wasn't too different. Um, but I just got to be on, I just got to have a hundred percent, you know, ready to, ready to bring every single rep or else I'm not going to win the rep. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. yeah. everybody out here is there's, there's nothing free. You know what I mean? You got to work for everything. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So now we're talking about work and everything like that. So what's the, what's the training regiment like? Um, so we got practice, we got practice Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, walk through Friday, and then we got uh, we got two lifts a week usually in season. So we'll usually lift like Tuesday, Thursday, something like that. Wednesday nights, we do the skills competition, the one-on-ones. Um, so it's good. They, I mean, 
I came here to get better. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm a, I'm a better football player now than before I came here. So I'm getting coached up. I'm going against good competition. I mean, like I said, I just came here to get better. So I feel like if a team calls me, I feel the best I've ever felt, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And what do you, where do you see this league ending up, you know, next year, maybe five years out from now? Do you, do you see it as something that's going to continue to grow or what do you think? Dude, I, I really do, to be honest. I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't because there's always going to be athletes and players that want to play like me, you know what I mean? And they just see this as an opportunity to get themselves right. out there. So there was, I feel like there's always going to be talent. And I mean, obviously COVID, everything that's happening is a shame, but we were able to work around it this year with the bubble. And obviously the bubble's not ideal, but it is what it is because we all just want to play football. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, if we obviously we got all the owners that are like, you know, throwing it out there on mm-hmm. social media. I don't know if you guys follow Bob Mennery, but that dude's hilarious. Like posting <laughs> about me now and all them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that just gets people fired up. Like, For sure. Even if I wasn't playing in this league, but I heard Josh Gordon and Johnny Menzel were playing in a football league, I would watch it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then you tune in and it's actually some good football and like some right. shit happening. Yeah. I think it's gonna, I think it's going to keep keep going up. Yeah, two maybe they'll have eight teams instead of four. Mm-hmm. They might do it. Uh, they're talking about some different locations, so and I think they'll keep it rolling. Absolutely, yeah. I feel like the viewership yeah. is crazy too. Like you don't see like like you said earlier, like yeah. one point million views on Twitch, like and especially crazy. being on Twitch, like that's not something I've seen before. So I feel like with right. it being so new, this name draw and stuff like that, like there's nothing but good things to come. It feels like. Right. Yeah. It's fun to be a part of, you know, because obviously it doesn't work without us, the players. And the commissioner lets us know that all the time, you know. So it's just it's just been good that it's it's working out for us. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't easy easy at Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. I know the commissioner told us he's been working on this for seven years. Yep. Yep. Seven years it took him, which is crazy. He used to play in the NFL, Ray Austin. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I definitely feel like you you kind of mentioned it talking about the entertainment level, but also with with the quality of play too. I feel like that's that's been a great balance uh, for the league up to this point. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. So now uh, going back going back in time a little, so um, you know you end up you end up going to Stonehill. So what what makes you pick Stonehill? You know, being being kind of a local guy too. You know, going from the Cape to to uh stono so what what ultimately made you choose there um it was a few things uh for one uh i'm one of seven kids which is pretty crazy so uh you know the fact of the matter is that i just i had to go where the money was you know i mean where i was wherever i was getting a good scholarship um i had a couple division one like preferred walk-ons you know like i know i could have tried to uh walk on to umass amherst um but i wanted to play you know i mean i wanted to play Mm -hmm. right away yeah. Uh, so I had some interest from some D2 schools. <clears throat> I went, I sent them some film. They seemed interested, like they, they, they know I could play. But when I went to their one days, so the only three one days I did going into my senior year of high school was St. Anselm, Stonehill, and Bentley. And um, those were the only three, like, you know, pretty close to full off, full, uh, full offers that I got. You know what I mean? So the fact that they were able to see me live, you know, in the summer running routes, um, those were three schools that I was able to narrow it down to once they offered me. And I mean, I did an overnight at all three and I just, I don't know. I like Stonehill the best. I just feel like it was a good fit for me, football academically. And I mean, they were winning, you know what I mean? They, they always had a good mm-hmm. record and I wanted to win games, you know, 
So I guess that's that's ultimately how it went down. Yeah, definitely. And for you, how were you able to stay so consistent over your four years? You know, looking at your stats, I mean, they're pretty consistent from freshman to senior year. Um, so what was, what was the key for you to stay consistent? Uh, just building chemistry with the quarterbacks and the coaching staff. You know what I mean? I wanted them to trust me and know that, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a guy that's going to do my job um, and I'm going to be reliable. You know what I mean? That's what you got to be a receiver. Um, and I was lucky because our offense was just a perfect fit, uh, you know, for the type of player I am. It was that RPO offense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, every single run play, we had the option to throw a bubble or a screen or a slant. So I, a lot of times I was that guy that was uh, getting the ball in my hands. Um, we had a stud quarterback my first two years. Um, and, you know, I love the offensive coordinator. But, uh, you know, I, I just worked hard. I practiced hard. You know what I mean? I got my reps in. Um, and I just tried to do the right thing, like I said, to earn the, the coach's trust. Um, and I was better to captain my senior year, which is cool. But, yeah, man, I just – I don't know. I just kept my head down and stay focused. Mm-hmm. Is like there anything said, – it's not that hard when you love football, you know, you want to yeah. be great at it. That's how I think about it. Exactly. That's a good point. Is there anything for you thinking back to either your recruiting process or your college, uh, college career, is there anything that you would change about it or anything that you would tell like a younger self? Um, if you can go back in time. Um, I would tell myself to eat more and lift more weights. <laughs> to be honest. Uh, that's the only thing I feel like that I, right now that I really needed to get an immediate, you know, improvement on. I just feel like if I could put on 10 pounds, I would just be that much better. You know I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I still, I still think I'm fine to play at any level. Um, Cause I know how to avoid hits and, you know, uh, just play that slot position. Um, but no, I mean, the way I like where I'm at right now, I like to think this is a stepping, a stepping stone, this league in my journey. Um, it's all part of the story. So I had a great college career. And like I said, there's guys that go to the league from Division Two all the time, you know. Yeah. So no, I I wouldn't change it to be honest. Yeah, definitely, that's awesome. So uh, like leaving Stone or like going into Stone Hill, like what did you want your legacy to be? Like walking in those doors as a freshman. Yeah, to be honest, I wasn't even thinking about it all that. Like thinking about this whole big legacy, I was just thinking about getting through the training camp of not not getting through, but grinding out this training camp of freshman year and do whatever I can do to win a job. I remember thinking uh, they asked if there was any holders, if anyone was a holder in high school. So I was like, yeah, I was the holder for the PATs. So they had me with the ones uh, as a holder. So I'm telling my boys, I'm like, yo, this is going to be how I make the travel bus. Like I'm going to be the holder. <laughs> They're like, bro, what do you mean? You're going to be the receiver. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just came in. <laughs> And I went to work that freshman year, and I, I won the starting job as a freshman. So I started the first game of the year, actually. And then I ended up winning rookie of the year as a freshman, which is pretty crazy. Um, but I just didn't – I didn't think too far ahead at all. I just stayed in the moment one game at a time, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I know football is too long of a sport and too long of a season where you can't get too high or too low, you know what I mean? So I just mm-hmm. stayed focused. But it's, it, it's an everyday grind, you know, playing football mentally and physically. Yep. Uh, so now, like, we're going to move away from, like, the Stone Island, the FCF, and really talk about, like, you and your love for the game. So when was the – when was the first moment that you fell in love with football? Um, dude, I remember playing running back. I think I was seven years old. And I'm, like, you know, I'm getting the ball. I'm, like, getting hit. I'm getting tackled. I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, how this whole football thing works. <laughs> And I remember like being like, my dad was my coach. I'm like, I can just like, like 
basically juke him out. I was saying like, like make a miss. He's like, yeah, you can do as long as you score a touchdown. So then I started making some people miss. And that was like one of my first football memories. I don't know, playing when I was seven, just being able to get the ball in my hands and make some plays. Um, like I said, my dad was my coach. He actually started our youth program in my town. So, um, you know, I, I played for my town. I played in high school. Um, and I just come from a football family. You know what I mean, every room in my house, uh, you just, you, you, you would know it. You know what I mean? My dad played in college. My older brother played division one. My younger brother has some division one offers right now. We'll see where he ends up. Um, but yeah, man, that's just what we've always done. That's what I've always done. Uh, so can you talk about like how you've developed your game over the years from like being the young guy playing running back to moving up to DY playing receiver and then going on so on and so forth? Yeah. Uh, my brother went to college um, and played receiver. And that was the first time that he was exposed to some, you know, real deal, like next level coaching, some division one. Um, you know, he, he was playing receiver and he came home. I remember um, the summer before I was going into my freshman year of high school and he just started showing me some tricks, how to run routes, how to, you know, just think about certain things. And I saw right away how, how much it helped me because I wasn't the biggest, I wasn't the fastest ever when I was playing. Um, but I was still, you know, getting open, running these double, these double moves, these college NFL routes as like a freshman in high school, just because my brother taught me some technique, just showed me just a couple little things. You know I mean, that just helped so much how to get open. So I just had immediate success, you know, with it at that level when he showed me that. And then I just took it and ran with it and worked on my craft. And then, uh, you know, I, I fell in love with receiver in high school. You know I me mean? playing receiver. Um, I just like how you can make big plays. You also can just be consistent. And that's all you need to do to get on the field. You know what I mean? Just know your job, block, catch the ball, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And going – don't, so say 25 to 30 years from now, you look back on your football career. What do you, at the end of the day, what do you ultimately want to, you know, think about your football career and what, what do you, you know, be able to tell your kids and, um, you know, young, younger people? Um, I just don't want to have any regrets. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm good enough to play uh, at a really high level. So I don't want to quit at it just yet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that, uh, I give my best shot. So 25, 30 years from now, I won't look back and, you know, think, damn, I, I didn't do what I should have done. Um, but I'm definitely going to show my kids the tape, the highlights. I got to. <laughs> I mean, I got to get them running some routes. I'm going to let yeah, them run exactly. right. <laughs> um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's just the biggest thing for me, not having any regrets. And that's why I played in this league. You know what I mean, the commissioner was like, whatever decision you make, he's like, just make sure you're at peace with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, I'm like, if I'm sitting at home, training and you know working my job at the restaurant and I see these guys at the FCF ball now and yeah, I mean I was like I'm gonna wish I was there so like it was a no-brainer for me to sign to play yeah 100% 100% that's awesome is there anything that I know you come from a big football family you have a younger brother so is there anything that that you could think of that you'd want to pass on then to the next generation of football players yeah um I mean that's a, that's a good question Cause that's the, you know, one of the reasons why you play football to, mm -hmm. I mean, once you get to this level to like inspire kids, you know what I mean? Especially exactly. when you're at that level. Um, I mean, my coach used to say that like cliches are cliches for a reason because they're true. So like, I, I hate to just say it, but it's just, <laughs> you just got to work hard. You know what I mean? If, if, if you love the sport bad enough, you want to do it. You know what I mean, guys dread going to practice, working out to me. It's like, I know if I want to be great, I have to do it. And you know what I mean? It's some stuff you can't teach, like just having a love for the game. If you really want to play 
you know, in college or past college. Cause you know, I know, you know, playing college football is, is a grind mm-hmm. and you can't play unless you love it. So, you know, I mean, once you, once you find uh, that love for the game and you just work hard at it, I mean, good things will happen. Be a good yep. teammate. That's one of the things that I learned too. Not that I ever had a problem with it, but my coach just told me, he's like, he, I remember he talked to me one time. Uh, he was like, you know, when guys think of you 20 years from now, they're going to say, oh yeah, he was really good. He's like, because you've got the stats to back that up. Everyone knows that he's like, but do you also want him to say like, oh no, he, he, he was a prick though. No one liked him. You know what I mean? He's like, that's, that's like the little stuff that matters. Like seeing guys, you know, uh, before practice, you know, dapping them up, saying what's good. Like, he's like, those are like the relationships that are going to you know, mean something 30 years from now. So that's something I always thought of too, playing college football. And now at this league, just always being a good teammate. You know what I mean? That's what yeah, it's all about networking and meeting people through the sport. Cause I mean, football like bonds you together, like no other, you know what I mean? Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. I couldn't agree with you more. And it's, I think it's really funny now that, we're all we're all getting older. It's funny to think back to all these cliches that our coaches would say growing up. And, yeah, but they they so really are, they're so true. Exactly. Oh, so <laughs> you know, I say that cliches are cliches for a reason. <laughs> it's like no turnovers, you know, what I mean stuff like that. But it, it's true. Yeah, exactly, exactly. One last one last question for you. What's the what's the score prediction for this weekend? I think it's going to be a shootout, boys. All right. Um, okay. I mean, if we play like we did Saturday, you guys watch the game Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't see us. I don't see us getting stopped. I think we can. I think we should score. Um, you know, every drive. That that's just the mindset you got to have in the FCF because the games are quick. Um, and there's just a lot of crazy big plays, and the game isn't over until it's over. As you guys have seen, there's been like three hail marys. You know. <laughs> um, I think the Aces have a great offense too, though. You know, Jerdy's mm-hmm. a good quarterback, and they got some stud receivers, and they got Gway at running back, who's you know top two in the league. Um, so it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. But I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. I'm gonna go with 58-54, boys. Hey. Okay. Okay. That's my favorite team or not? Um, I mean, it's it's definitely tough to kind of have a favorite team with with it changing every week, you know. But True. um. It's tough, but I don't know. I feel like I've been rocking with you all season, bro. Like being from the yeah. Cape, yeah. Perth, like that's like I don't know. I kind of been rocking with you the whole season, bro. Yeah, I hope you guys out. I hope you guys get the W. That's what's up. I appreciate that. That's dope. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. So good about it. We're fired up. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm sure. I'm sure you guys will will do great and come out with that dub. So. Yeah, dude. If we could have fans at the game, it would be absolutely crazy. <laughs> oh, electric. Johnny Manziel, Josh Gordon, it would be like a full stadium, I bet. You know, mm-hmm. and too, it's 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 been crazy, but yeah, if we could have fans, may, maybe for the next couple seasons, they'll try to do that. Yep, yep, definitely, definitely. All right, awesome, Andrew. So everyone, make sure everyone make sure they tune in this Saturday. Watch uh, watch Andrew in action. Hopefully, hopefully the Wild Aces get that dub. But Andrew, thanks for taking some time um, coming on this. Yeah, bro, no problem. Thanks for having me, boys. Of course.